When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to a new episode of perfectly good podcast the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every john hyatt song in alphabetical order we are feeling cold breezes today i am jesse jackson and as always my sister in all things hyatt sylvan groth hello sylvan Hello, Jesse. It's not technically a job, but goodness, if I could get paid for this would be the greatest job in the entire world, listening to John Hyatt songs in depth and talking about them with my wonderful brother in Hyatt, who has such great perspective and has invited me along on this journey to places near and far through the music of John Hyatt. What was interesting is, as Facebook is known to do, 
it will give you, hey, here's memories. And one of your memories was you posting, someone was foolish enough to talk to me for an hour about John Hyatt. And you shared that. And I said, little did we know what that journey was going to bring to us, did it? It, it is our anniversary, our birthday of the very first time that you released you and I talking together, which was actually yeah. your John Hyatt month on the set Lusting Bruce. And it yeah. was such a thrill. And I also remember during that, that usually I'm told, can you talk about something other than John Hyatt for an hour? Or can you limit yourself to an hour to talk about John Hyatt? And here we are on this journey that is going to be many hundreds of hours because it's many hundreds of songs that we're talking about together. Yeah. And what's interesting is I started thinking is it didn't take either one of us long because it's, Hey, I really like talking to you to Sylvan. I like talking to you, Jesse. Would we want to do this? And it, neither one of us took very long. Yes. I think this would be a fun thing to do. And very excited that we're on the D's and we're making progress. And we're quickly coming up to episode 50, I think, on here, which is yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's going fast. It, yes. it seems like it's such a long distance to go, pun from our last episode. Yes. But yeah, and we, we it's been a while right now since we've had a guest. I think it would be lovely to have some more as we wind our ways through further into the D's and then into the E's and beyond. So all y'all who are listening, there's plenty more to talk about. In fact, there's a surprising amount of D songs on the Little Village album. So yeah. if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, I, I love Little Village, I'd love to talk about a song, contact us quick and you can get on. Yeah, by the way, speaking of feedback, I've been meaning to do this. Ted Mills sent us an email earlier this month, says, Hi, Sylvan and Jesse, just got done listening to your episode on Back of My Mind. I heart this song in this album. I would put would put a five-star rating as well. There are several outstanding songs in this album. One Kiss has always been one of my favorites. I love the line, Ralph Grandin never sent Alice to the moon. He wanted to, but having a good friend like Norton to ease the pressure can really work wonders on a fella's point of view. I just had to share that even though it doesn't pertain to the song at hand. Back of my mind always makes me think of his other song, Tip of My Tongue, Thanks What You Do, Ted. Ted, Thank you so much, Ted. Yeah. You made my heart sigh and smile. I, I just appreciate you so much. Listeners, that's how you do it. Just send us your thoughts, your feedback, and uh, you can be on the show too. Absolutely. All right. With that housekeeping, let's talk about what we're talking. Uh, let's talk about the episode tonight. So just the facts for our song for tonight. Do you want my job? This is from the eponymous Little Village, a very short-lived supergroup. It was track number six on that record, which was released February 18th, 1992. Happens to be the third song that we've discussed because somehow all of the Little Village seems to be very focused at the front of the alphabet. So we've already talked a little bit about how Nick Lowe, Ry Cooter, and Jim Keltner got together originally for John's Bring the Family album, which we know was an unexpected masterpiece. And then they were trying to recreate the lightning in the bottle for this album. 
it did only result in one album as the super group. So it, it did not meet the expectations of anyone. And there's a whole bunch of quotes out there about people trying to guess why it didn't quite work out. But I did want to point out that there's also a lot of debate whether the better version of Little Village was the live or the studio. And there are thankfully lots of live recordings out there. My mom and stepfather got to actually go to a show at the Orpheum Theater in Boston, and I was stuck at home, but it was broadcast on our local rock station, WBCN. That recording is still out there. There's also a whole bunch of other radio broadcasts out there, and they're worth listening to because they only had that 11 songs from this album. They go a lot into each of the members back catalog. So it's really interesting to listen to how they put the shows together. And tell us what you think if you feel like Little Village was a touring band or a studio band. I'm thinking a little bit of for a while, and I think he still does that Ringo Starr did his all star traveling band where he had Niels Lofgren and back in the day he had Clarence Clemens and would have other people on the band and they would all take turns doing different songs. I I think this would be I think that would be a lot of fun to hear them live. I've seen a couple of videos of them performing, but I've not taken the time to listen to a whole show. And I bet that was a good show. I bet as as good as their friendship was and as strong as their chemistry was, it sometimes one plus one equals three, and especially live. This may not have been the success they thought it would be commercially, but I certainly think they had a good time. And we certainly enjoyed talking about these songs on Absolutely. the on, on this release. Yeah. Any final thoughts about uh, Do You Want My Job? We can definitely get into the lyrics and I do have some thoughts specifically about the song, but just if anyone is a little bit curious about the history of Little Village, of course, Mike Elliott is a great resource. And also my good friend, Emile Bastings at the John Hyatt archives. If you click on this album, there's actually the entirety of the press kit that was released, which is really interesting because there's an interview with all four band members and you can really tell how the record company was trying to make them the next traveling wheelberries or fill in the blank of the next super group. And I think at the time they joked, yeah, we're a super group of four people you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I love that. All right, we're going to come down. We're going to break down the lyrics. We're going to talk about the song right after this message. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right. We're back. All right, Sylvan. I have pulled the lyrics from the archive from our good friend. So you'll correct me if I have the lyrics wrong, which is part of the take a drink in the perfectly good podcast drinking game. We're assuming that you're just staying well hydrated, everyone. I don't want to get anyone confused that here we are talking about an artist who discusses sobriety. We're not trying to. No, we are not. No, drink Gatorade, (laughs) drink Diet Coke, drink water. Absolutely. And I wonder if someone is going, why do they keep talking about this drinking game? What is this story? And send us an email and I can explain it to you, or you can go to Mr. Google. So just pointing out that we are very repetitive, but we are very repetitive. Yes. Cool breezes from the mountains blow as I wake up and dress to go on the island. Dawn is breaking in the harbor tankers waiting. There's a little bit of Caribbean, a little bit of sense in Brian Wilson in his one of his last solo albums, Peer Pressure, P-I-E-R, Pressure, but it was filled with a lot of guest artists with him. So Peer, the pun, had a In the Island, which had that little Caribbean beat into it. I will tell you, immediately I'm smiling as I'm listening to the song. Yeah, it it transports you, literally. You are on this island, you're watching the sunrise, and you can feel the air. They do that sonically with that instrumentation, which is just so lovely. There's no, I wouldn't even know what instrument it is that I'm hearing in the kind of calypso tune, but there's nothing listed that would 
definitely be a Caribbean type instrument. It's just guitars, bass guitar, drums, and percussion, and some piano. I I don't hear any piano in here. I don't think. Mm -hmm. And this is John doing lead, correct? Mm -hmm. Good harmony on it. And it sounds Beautiful. a lot of fun. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we go to the next verse? I don't know if I'm, I want to, I'm getting ahead of myself, but That's just okay. kind of thinking about how I see this so vividly and I know that this is a story that's going to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And I love how even in those four lines, we're in paradise, but in the harbor tankers waiting, that just drops like a lead tanker. It's heavy. And you're thinking, why is he talking about that? Why is it not a sailboat? Why is it not my lover waiting or any yeah. of those kind of things? So I, I love that we're already have this tension of imagery that there's the paradise and something is not quite belonging in paradise. Yeah. And if we continue from the land of the rising sun, they bring their own, their old platoonium and we unlock <laughs> it in the bay for $2 40 cents a day. So even though we are in a tropical paradise and I wake up to dress and go, I'm, I feel like we've all of a sudden we're in spring scenes out in the street. I work Monday through Friday on the dock to get my pay, right? Unrating crocs, unloading crates on the dock six days a week, right? This is, you could say he's sitting this, I may be in a beautiful setting, but I am working at the docks. I am running a forklift. I am, a, I am manually unloading crates who knows but yeah much i think more tragic than any of that i actually quoted this song in college when we were i think it was my psychology class talking about what uh, someone needs their maslow's hierarchy of needs right and what one needs to be happy and you need your basic necessities met, but you also feel like you are valued and that you're making a positive contribution. And there are so many types of work that are high paid because they are so lacking in those other things that people are looking for in their careers. And in this verse, we're getting the idea of he's cleaning up someone's up else's mess it's their old plutonium someone else is benefiting and then what's left is not just the waste but the toxic waste and then he also kills you with the idea of just how underpaid these people are so you are definitely getting the idea of these are people who are being taken advantage of it's some kind of colonial leftover of these people were getting along fine and then someone decided to industrialize and say, Hey, here's this great contract. We're going to give you lots of money and lots of shiny flesh stuff. And you just have to sacrifice your paradise. Yeah. And then we get to the chorus, right? Do you want my, and then the lyrics don't say job, but you hear the echo of, do you want my job? Do you want my job? 
Do you want my job? Do you want my job? And I love that chorus. I love the wanting in it, the kind of thoughts. Yeah. So I, why don't you take us through our next verse and then we'll talk some more. We do have some thoughts about the chorus. Oh, please. That okay. It seems like it's been a long time since I've seen this. Every once in a while, you see a bumper sticker on a long distance truck or something like that says, do you want my job or we're hiring or something like that? But I think in the nineties, which of course the eighties was the big boom and bust. All of a sudden we are riding high on credit cards and whatnot. And then all of a sudden there was this unemployment and all these economic woes that I was a little bit too young to fully appreciate. But I do remember seeing those signs on cars, on billboards, on whatever, whenever someone might be doing something relatively low skilled. Do you want my job in an 800 number? That was the recruiting effort before there was all these ways of online job postings. It was offline job postings. And I love how this chorus sounds both hopeless and hopeful that whether it's saying, Hey, we have plenty of employment opportunity here, or gosh, could someone come along and do this aside from me? There's both sides in the melody. And I love that it is a full harmony of the, I believe it's all four singers in the band singing it together. Cause you can just imagine this line of workers doing this thing over and over again and everyone singing to themselves do you want my job because I don't want it anymore I I love it and if anyone has had a bad job which I have had plenty it's a great one to sing to yourself just to a make yourself feel better because misery does love company and b remind yourself that there are probably worse jobs that I could have but yeah Again, I was in high school when this song came out and I just started working. So I came home and sang it to my mom for the first time. And she said, ah, yes, now you can understand. And we would often sing it to each other at the end of a bad work day. So. Um, the first song that was that way for Chris, right after he got out of college and started working his first quote unquote real job, not working in a restaurant or at a, like at a clothing store or academy or someplace. And the first time he was up for a pay raise, I played him Springsteen's version of Pay Me My Money Down, uh-huh. and which from the Seeger sessions, Pay Me My Money Down. And that to this day, if Chris is up for a bonus or something, he will send me a clip of that. Said, going to talk to my boss. This is my story. So I love this idea. Do you want my job? Yes. That's so, perfect. And I do for me love, to... yeah, Oops, I do sorry. love their harmony that yes. they sound good together. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can just imagine a teamwork of yes. a full line yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. So next verse, please. I hump the stuff. I take the cash so my kids can wear Adidas or as they pronounce it in the song, Adidas, (laughs) which I think is cute. Yes. And if you live here home, we ain't got no place else to go. 
Yeah, a little bit of like your dad did, just the hint of Mm -hmm. working for the family and the idea that maybe just a little, the kids are a little ungrateful, right? right? It's not enough to have new shoes on your feet, tennis shoes. You need to have Adidas Mm -hmm. or Nike or whatever is the current thing. You don't want the JCPenney Fox polo shirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want the Lacoste polo shirt with the alligator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if you live here home, you ain't got no place else to go. You know where they're at. They're at this point where going back to the old days of Tennessee Ernie Ford, right? St. Peter, if you call call me, I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store, right? He is stuck where Mm -hmm. he has no way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Want to keep going? Sure. I remember when the air was sweet and I brought home the fish to eat. Now we buy spam from the grocery store because you can't eat the fish no more. That's a blues song right there. So I do not believe it's because she is tired of eating tuna fish (laughs) or tired of it. It is now there is so much mercury or there is so much trash radiation Mm -hmm. that he's got to go with processed meat, spam, Mm -hmm. not even good ground meat, Mm -hmm. uh, spam from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You can't eat the fish no more. Right. And... Often, as our man does, they are doing the transition, the eye of a bubbly pop island tune with very serious lyrics of that. The, as you said, that's the blues, but Mm -hmm. wrapped up in this little pop ditty. Right. Yeah. And I, I, there's just so much to that. Again, I could probably bring these lyrics to any number of college classes because there's also the idea of how should our global economy work? Should there be a focus on local food? Should there be environmental protection everywhere, not just in the richer countries and so forth? And there is definitely something to feeling connected to where you live in. Does it physically sustain you? Are you planting seeds in the earth, watching them grow and having them nourish you when come harvest time? Are you taking fish from the stream or from the bay where you live and eating it and watching the cycle of life fish going upstream if there's salmon or whatever. I live right down the street from a fish hatchery and every spring the state of Vermont looks for volunteers to take the teeny little, I don't know what they're even called, (laughs) baby fish and dump them in the river so that they have a chance to grow. And then anglers and mostly tourists come and take them out. Yeah. And you Once again, they've set this up in the very first verse where cool breezes from mountains blow, 
dawn is breaking in the harbor, tankers waiting. There, I may be in this area and whatever oceanfront, bay, gulf somewhere, and it is the industrial is, has, if not ruined it, it is at least started to taint it and to this singer tainted in a bad way absolutely yeah 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 and then we get our chorus again yes yeah it just it there's so much emotion in those repeated lines and the the repetition does to me embody the feeling of being stuck that yes. we're in a loop the days go on just like the day before and there's no way of getting out and no matter how much you ask someone hey can you take this job away from me can you do this instead of me there isn't a way out yeah and and unlike out in the street out in the street is a joyous song mm -hmm. when bruce is singing this he is singing my my life is six days a week. I work at the dock, but my life, when the foreman calls time, and, and I still, this is one of the best lines ever. On Monday, when the foreman calls time, I've already got Friday on my mind, right? And so my wonderful wife used to say, high school was just an excuse to fill up Monday through Friday. I, in high school, I live for the weekends. And there is no living for this. This our narrator is just trying to keep his head above water, to keep his family done the way he needs to, and at the same at two dollars and forty cents a day, right? It's just yeah, and I think yeah. that's what that line "If you live here, home, we ain't got no place else to go" refers to. Is there isn't a bustling art scene or lots of fancy restaurants that they can go out on the street on Friday night and enjoy. There's nothing. They just go home yeah. and wait for the the next morning and dawn and more plutonium. Yeah. I'm buying, gosh, now I am getting dark. I'm buying generic beer and eating my TV dinner. We're not because even may, Sam. <laughs> yeah, we may already be a winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just think this is a lovely little song. I, I think agree. it is a, it's one of those that if you spend some time listening to the Little Village uh, release, you go, yeah, maybe they didn't capture magic again. But this is not totally a swing and a miss. Oh, absolutely. Right? This is yeah. this. There is some quality work there that you show the four of them contributing and having fun. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun to listen to. You can listen to it very casually and just think, oh, that was pretty. And then you can tune yourself in and then you can have this wide range of emotions all the way through it. Sadness anger, frustration, and also gratitude. Like I listen to this and I think there are people doing this kind of work, which makes 
things like cheap electric power possible, which means I can log on to my laptop and talk to my friend all the way on the other side of the country and pay basically pennies for it. And what happens to that nuclear fuel? It, it has to go somewhere and not in my backyard and all those kind of cliches that we remember hearing. And yeah, I think someone could take this song and play it at a protest. I also think that a couple could romantically slow dance to it. It's very unique. And I think it really fit what Little Village was really well, that we have these mature artists who have all sorts of weapons in their catalog of Rise Slide and Jim Keltner's beautiful rhythm. And of course, John's lyrics and vocals all of those pieces really fit together well in this one. Yeah, I'm thinking, right, like in a different, in an alternate universe, if they were doing a no nukes version, mm-hmm. not set like in when 79, when they did a no nukes tour, let's say it's after this. And I think a little village did a farm aid. They might've played farm aid. I know they did a couple of things together, but right. You could see this working at a no nukes rally. And the point I, I love that you made is the first few times I had this on repeat, I had not pulled up the lyrics and I was just enjoying the song just enjoying i wasn't thinking about the lyrics i was just hearing the harmony i was hearing the instruments the melody and just really oh gosh i like the song this is cool and then when i pulled up the lyrics and started following along i went oh like an onion we've pulled out a couple layers oh this is a little bit something neat this is pretty cool yeah absolutely yeah any final thoughts no i'm just sad that i never did get to see them (laughs) yes that i could see that i would love that that would be fun to see yeah that would be that would be a cool thing to do for them to do one more guys yeah just do a quick yeah do a tour that'd be fun yeah we could do that (laughs) all right it's your turn to rate first this time okay despite People might be thinking that, oh, this is going to be a rare, really high ranking from Sylvan. I do think that this song gives us something that feeds our soul, that tells us something about ourselves, both as individuals and wider, that you didn't know before you started hearing the song. But I don't believe in half points, so I can't go quite as far as a four. I'm going to go a very solid three. I am right there with you. I'm going to give it a three. I I think this is a a solid, really well done song. And I and so I'm right there with you. I think this is definitely a three and that we talk about how much would it be fun to have him pull something from the archives? This wouldn't be on my top 10 lists, 
But if he pulled it, I would be texting you immediately. Oh, my God, Sylvan, <laughs> he just did. Do you want my job? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to hear a solo version. And I, I did find a couple of amateurs that I put up on YouTube on our uh, playlist. So uh, go ahead and listen to those. Wouldn't it be great? I uh, have yet to get past one chord on my ukulele learning. Okay. Couldn't you see someone just playing this with a ukulele? I like absolutely solo? can. Yeah. yeah that's so good. someone out there listening to us has yes. got to have the power to do a, a cover. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I now want to do that. I now want that very much. <laughs> All right. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can email us at perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. Sylvan. I am on Twitter or whatever it's called, X as uh, Sylvan Green Eyes. I'm also on Facebook as Sylvan Groth and constantly annoying people on the John Hyatt fan page on Facebook. So pretty easy to find me. Yeah. And I do want to tell you guys that part of my ritual is I get to work on Monday and I, our system that we use to post our podcast automatic releases it at midnight on Monday mornings. And, but I always make a point of going in there and manually releasing it on Twitter or X and Facebook. And, and I am always thrilled that a couple hours later, Jamie and others are like, already listened to it. I disagree with you or I agree <laughs> with you or it's a solid three. And I, it makes me happy every Monday that I see, all right, they listen and whether they agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. It just brings me a great smile. Absolutely. I, I would a hundred percent do this if it was just you and I talking into a vacuum, Jesse. Yes. But it, it's a, a heck of a lot more fun to have other people along on the journey. And just a reminder, check out what songs we've got coming up, whether you love it or think it's something that you thought John missed the mark on somehow. We'd love to have you join us. Yeah. The It has been over a month since we've had a guest in real time. Once again, pulling back the curtain, we usually do two episodes a night when we record. It's been a while, so we would love. We've got a few more Ds coming down, and uh, we I know we do have a special guest coming up with a D song that I'm ecstatic about. But let us know if you yeah. want to do, and we'd love to hear from you. There's actually three more, or, yeah, three more Little Village songs. So if you're a real Little Village fan... Strike While the Iron's Hot. And another Overcoat song. So if someone in that is old school that bought this thing in 75 or even 76, 77 and says, let me explain to you why Overcoats is genius. It is the greetings from Ashbury Park of John Hyatt. Let me explain it to you, Jesse. Nothing would make us happier. That would, it would just, I would be thrilled to hear that, right? Maybe a couple things would make us happier, but yes, yes I'd be very happy for that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Listeners, thank you for being here with us on this journey. As Sylvan said, she and I would do this alone if just no one else was listening, but it does make it a little bit nicer that you guys are joining us. So thank you for that. And I think the only thing left we got to say is have a little faith.
Have a little faith. Bye. Bye. Yep. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the coat of mine. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.